Today's message has been brought to you by Faith Family Church in Billings, Montana. For more information, visit faithfamilybillings.com. If you want to go ahead and open your Bibles, you can go to James chapter 2. As they're uh, collecting the offering, I want to say this. Not every service here is the same. Uh, we're very, we have a, uh, uh, I have a very strong desire to teach the word. And uh, I will say this as well. If you can go, if you, uh, later on this week as you have time, go back and listen to Mark Dunn's message this morning um, from Vessels of Honor, uh, our morning Bible study. It was awesome. All of them are good. I mean, you go back to the website and listen to them all, but I- I'm telling you, it, it'll help you grow. You know, God does things. You know, if we lived, how many know the fair comes once a year? I'm not talking about that chinky one that meets over by the mall. <laughs> if, you, if you own that, I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm talking about the Montana fair. How many know it comes once a year, right? We don't live at the, could you eat fair food every day? People are like, yeah, I could. Yeah, and I'd be doing more funerals if you... <laughs> All right? <laughs> right? And you say, what has that got to do with church? Well, we don't have services like we did last Sunday every time. You got you to gotta get some word in you. I, you know, uh, as with all the feelings that you have in a service like that, how many enjoy them? Amen? I mean, just the power of God flowing like that. God, he, he is, he's awesome. He'll do that uh, from time to time, sometimes for extended periods of time, depending on what he's trying to accomplish in an area. And we may hit a season like that at some point. Uh, I'm not for sure uh, on that because I'm just believing God like you are. You know what I mean? And so, but anyway, what the Lord does in those situations and seasons, he ministers to us in that moment. But how many of you know on Monday you don't have the same feeling you did on Sunday during the service? Uh, I've said this before. It would be nice to have joy follow you around during the week singing freedom is here, your healing is here, wherever you go. But you can't do that. You're going to, you and I have to what? We have to trust in the Lord with all our heart. We have to lean not to our, we have to learn the word, gain knowledge from the word, and then apply that word in our day-to-day life. And that's how established freedom comes. Amen. You know, you can be set free in an area and, uh, and be set free legitimately in a service and... Um, And then go away from that, and the enemy actually can come back and re... He can put you back into bondage if you don't apply the word that you know. Now, if you don't know the word, who's going to take advantage of you? The devil will take advantage of you. Um, We have a responsibility to speak the word. And we have a responsibility uh, to be a doer of the word and not a hearer only. And so that's what we want to talk about. And my computer's giving me fits here. So I'm trying to get into my message because I got a really funny opener for you. <laughs> and I want to read it, but I can't because but my computer is needs Jesus right now. I'm going to restart it. 
James chapter 2. James chapter 2. Hopefully I just didn't ruin something. Verse number 26. Says this, For as the body without the spirit is, it is what? Is your body dead without your spirit? Now, what do you see there? What do you see? There's a separation in there. There's a spirit and there's a, a body, right? And so when, you, when somebody says, well, that person died, what do they mean? Their spirit left their... Where does their body go? Dust to, right? Goes back to dirt. But where did their spirit go? <laughs> I think I heard an um. <laughs> where did their spirit go? Hopefully heaven, right? Yeah. I mean, if we know they're saved, then we know they went to heaven, right? If we know they were born again. But if they weren't, we, you know, if they, if, now if we know they weren't saved, then where did they go? They go to hell. Now, people don't like that. They want to hear, oh, no, we float around and, you know, reincarnation happens and you get another opportunity. No, 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 no. You either go up or you go down. One or the other. You do not get to roam around on the earth and haunt the place you used to live. People say, oh, no, I know somebody. And they saw a demon. They saw a familiar spirit. They did not see their long-lost relative. The devil is the chief mimic. So we have a body and we have a spirit, and when one, when our spirit leaves our body, that's when your body dies. People say, oh, no, their heart stopped. No, their spirit left. If your spirit leaves, your heart stops. That's how that works. Okay? So um, going on, so faith without works is what? Dead also. So just like... Your body will be inactive once your spirit lives, so your faith without works is just like that dead body. It's just like that dead body. And so we're going to talk about faith alive. We're going to take a couple of services here. I don't think it'll be real long, but we're going to talk about faith alive. But my computer started, praise the Lord. So now you get your funny opener. The local news station was interviewing an 80-year-old lady because she had just gotten married for the fourth time. The interviewer asked her questions about her life and what it felt like to, uh, to be marrying at 80, and then about her new husband's occupation. He's a funeral director. She answered, or she answered, interesting, the newsman thought. Then he, he then asked her if she wouldn't mind telling him a little bit about her first three husbands 
and what they did for a living. She paused for a few moments, needing time to reflect on all those years. After a short time, a smile came to her face, and she answered proudly, explaining that she had first married a banker when she was in her 20s, then a circus ringmaster when she was in her 40s, then a preacher when she was in her 60s, and now in her, in her 80s, a funeral director. The interviewer looked at her quite astonished and asked why she had married four men which, with such diverse careers. She smiled and explained, I married one for the money, two for the show, three to get ready, four to go. Wasn't that worth the restart of the computer? I <laughs> All right. James 2.26. So faith without works is dead also. Dead means inactive, unemployed, lazy, useless, barren, idle, or slow. It means to shun labor which one ought to perform. It means yielding no return because of inactivity. Have you ever wondered why you don't see the manifestation of the word of God in your life? It can be because your faith is not at work. In our Faith Alive message, we want to show the importance of faith and works. Faith comes from the word of God. This faith can remain dormant inside of us without accompanying works. When we put action to the knowledge of the word of God in our lives, then we see the word of God begin to produce fruit. God desires that our faith work or faith at work is maturing faith. We will discover truth, uh, the truth of faith at work from some of the members of Hebrews 11, and that will be later on. James chapter 2, verse 14 through 26 explains the importance of works as an expression of faith in the believer's life. James explains that if there is a brother or sister in need and an individual has the means to meet that need and does not and instead says, go in peace and be blessed, his faith is without effect. It is inoperative. Faith without works is dead. James chapter 2, verse number 20, let's look at that. It says this, but do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith, or do you, yeah, do you want to know that faith without works is dead? The New Living, Trans, New Living Translation says this, How foolish! Can't you see that faith without good deeds is useless? Uh, the message says it this way, Use your heads. <laughs> I love the message. Do you suppose for a minute that you can cut faith and works in two and not end up with a corpse on your hands? That's good, isn't it? you got to put action to what you believe. Faith should be able to provide the benefit of salvation to the one who possesses it. If it cannot, then that faith is in some sense defective. Faith is not just about saving our individual souls from eternal judgment, 
but about building communities that demonstrate God's love both among believers themselves and in the word which, world which they live in or which they are in. Faith has action. If you really believe something, it will have an action to it. So the question then becomes this, and we're going to go to Acts chapter 14, verse number 8. But the question then becomes this, can faith be present but not operative? Let's, let's prove it. Acts chapter 14, verse number 8. Can faith be present but not operative? My point in pointing this out is, my main thought here that I want you to see, is that you probably have faith in areas where you think you don't. You probably have faith in areas where you think you don't. In fact, you do have faith. But it might be just inoperative. Acts chapter 14 verse number 8 says this. And in Lystra a certain man without strength in his feet was sitting. A cripple from his mother's womb. How long was he crippled? He was born crippled. Who had never walked. He had never walked. Verse 9. This man heard Paul speaking. How does faith come? Paul observing him intently and seeing that he had faith to be healed. How did he get faith to be healed? What was Paul preaching on? If the man is sitting there crippled from his mother's womb, And he's hearing things. And Paul, by revelation of the Spirit of God, sees the man, sees in the Spirit, and knows by the Spirit that faith is rising up within this man. And the conclusion is, is that he had faith for healing. What is Paul preaching on? He's preaching that even if you were born crippled from your mother's womb, and you never had walked... God will heal you. The guy wasn't sitting there making it up. Paul was preaching it, which means he heard it, which means faith was in his... Now watch. Verse 10. Paul said with a loud voice... Oh no, there should be no loud voices in church. should all be very quiet, very reverent, no shouting. Paul said with a stand straight on your feet and he... But the man hadn't been moving before. Why? Because faith without is it's inoperative. What needed to happen for the faith within this man to bring about a manifestation of strength to his body? He needed to act. Now, think about this, guys. Don't just read it. Think. Think. Let my people think. Think. 
Paul told a crippled man to stand up. Okay, let's think again. Rewind. (laughs) Paul told in a loud voice. Not, you come over. I don't want to embarrass him. Oh, I'm just preaching better than... I'm just reading the Bible, you know. I didn't write it, so... But, you know, we're Christians, right? So we believe everything God said. Or do we? And, and some people say, well, have you seen this? Not yet. But we will. Well, you're going to embarrass somebody. Or they're going to walk when they've never walked before. You say, why do you have to say it like that? Because this is the spirit of the world and I have to fight it. Spirit of the world says, oh no, don't do anything that could cause uncomfortable feelings. Paul, 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 no, we don't yell in church, Paul. We don't do that at this church. We, do, we don't do that. That's not right. That's not biblical. Jesus wouldn't do that, Paul. Paul, that's ridiculous. You don't tell a person who has never walked. Not he walked once and can't walk now. Has never walked. Has been lame from where? It says from his mother's womb. How many know that means, I mean, any child from their mother's womb doesn't come out walking. In general, right? But when this baby was born, they knew something's not right with the legs. He's never walked, and by the Spirit of God, glory, I just, okay. By the Spirit of God, Paul's preaching a message, and a man who has never walked goes, I can walk. God wants me to be able to walk. We're chewing. You say, do we have to stop? Yeah, because you got to chew. Because we're not, we're not just drinking milk right now, right? We're eating, we're eating some vegetables. We're, you know, you gotta, you don't want to just swallow, uh, uh, you don't want to swallow Brussels sprouts whole. People are like, I don't want to swallow Brussels sprouts at all, you know. <laughs> Come on, you don't. You don't just grab, right? You don't just grab a whole bunch of broccoli and just try and swallow it. You have to what? Chew it, right? You say, why are you picking those things? Can't you pick something that I like to eat? No, I'll pick what we need to eat so that we can eat what we like to eat. So if, if, if you and I, we're going to see this, we're going to see our faith manifest because of works, right? Then we're going to actually have to do some things that are counter to the flow of the earth. 
Do you know everything in God's kingdom is accessed by faith? Not by works. You cannot earn them. The provision is there. The grace is there. How many know the grace of healing is there? It's there. You say, well, how does it work when you work it? You and I work it by faith. When we work it by faith, you say, are we going to get off this verse? Maybe, maybe not. It depends on how fast you listen. Amen. He was crippled from his mother's womb. He never had walked. Paul's preaching along. And in the process of Paul preaching, this guy gets it in his heart that he can walk. But he's not walking yet. But does he have faith? I will present to you this. Some of you think that you don't have faith to break off the addiction that keeps haunting you, but I'm telling you, you already have it. You've already heard enough. You just need to put action to your... You need somebody to yell at you. Stand upright on your feet. Come on. Some of you don't think you have enough love in you or faith and love in you to love the person that is presenting themselves as unlovable. But I would suggest to you this, that you do have enough faith in you. You just need to stand upright on your feet and do it. You've heard the word and heard the word and heard the word and heard the word. Come on. And still sitting there going, nope, I can't do it. And God's going, yes, you can. Stand upright. Come on. He's telling a man who physically has never walked. Get up. And what does it say in in, in verse 10? It says, he said, stand up straight on your feet, and he, that's a pretty good move for someone who's never even walked. (laughs) You know, it wasn't like, all right, take a few steps, brother. It was instantaneous. Think about this, never had walked. Can I ask you something? How much muscle is in legs developed in a person who has... And he leaped and walked. There are people today that would say, they they would, uh, I've seen them do it. They take ministers that believe in healing and stuff like that. And they trash them on, you know, social media and stuff like that. This is not real. God doesn't do this. is just somebody putting on a show. They would have said the same thing about Paul. Why, well, you got to be so loud, Paul. 
Why you got to be so loud? Why you got to pretend like God heals? Why you got to act like that? Why do you have to yell at a person like that? See, we think in our culture today that there are new things. There are no new things. Same demons, same people. They just have different housing. <laughs> you said different housing. Yeah, they're just in different bodies. But it's the same activity of the enemy. Well, you're just, you, Paul's just looking to put on a show. He's got, you know, I'm sure he took up an offering right after this. Sorry, I'm just saying what you've all heard. <laughs> well, you're saying people that haven't done that, ministers haven't done that. Absolutely. You know, like the, the person said, you know, what is, you know, what, uh, 500 preachers in a boat at the bottom of the ocean? It's a good start. You've heard that before, right? You probably heard it about lawyers and used car salesmen. But I've heard it the other way too. But guess what I've found out? There's genuineness and falsehood in every single profession. Everyone. So I got a good idea. Let's not do what the Bible says just because somebody didn't do what they were supposed to with it. Because there are evangelists that run around and preach, and they don't even live right for the Lord, but people are getting saved under their ministry. So if we're going to follow the thought process of some people, we have to stop sharing the gospel. Because some people are doing it wrong. Amen. You know, Pastor Sean, if we could just have a service like last week, where <laughs> faith without works is, and we believe what? The Bible. God has not stopped being God. This is the key, acting upon this word is the key to your freedom. You actually have absolutely no hate in your heart if you're born again. Because God is not hanging out. He didn't put hatred in you. And people say, well then what's, why, why isn't it, why don't I feel like it? Or why am I not seeing it? What are you doing with it? What are you doing with it? What are, in other words, where are your what? Works. Let me read this to you. This, the Lord actually said this to me last Sunday when uh, Mark was sharing during Vessels of Honor. True faith is a participation in the very works and acts of Jesus. In grace we receive and in grace we work. So people think, oh, no, no, we're not under works. No, we're not under works. In other words, we're not working for, we are working from. I'm not, I, when, I, when I walk in love toward my brother and sister in Christ, I'm not trying to earn God's love. I'm acknowledging God's love within me, and now I'm putting action to that love, and I'm expressing the actual nature of the divine to my brother and sister in Christ or to someone who doesn't know the Lord. 
what did Paul do with this gentleman? He actually called out what was already in him. And when the gentleman put his faith or his action and his uh, believing and way of doing things in line with what he heard and what Paul said, then there was a manifestation of healing of strength within his being. So in other words, he cooperated with God. What did he do? He said, oh, I hear those truths. I've received those truths. Now I'm going to act on those truths. And when we act in faith, there is a release of grace into our lives and the power of the enemy where he has caused crippling things, whether it be physical, emotional, whatever it is, those things actually have to leave because the power of God is then released into this life. Now, it would do you good to rewind everything I just said, because you can go back, it's all recorded, and listen to that again. You say, why? Because it's the Spirit of God saying to you, faith without works is, but works in conjunction with your faith is what? Alive. So the opposite of the scripture of what we read earlier is this. It would be that if the spirit was in the body, then the body is alive. So if your faith is alive, it's active. And people say, well, then I must not have faith. No, you're probably asleep. And how many know a person asleep can look like a dead person? If you're born again, your faith is alive. It's alive. You've got active faith within you. Um, this is something that has just been, it's just a part of me. I like to see results. And when I don't, it bugs me. I mean, I'm talking about for me. I don't know about you, but I read through this word. How many have read through this word and you got excited about certain things? And you still haven't seen it. But you know it's right. So what does that mean? There could be reasons why. What could that reason be? It could be God's timing on certain things, for sure. That's a part of it. But what's the bigger part usually? So the crippled man in that situation, what caused that breakthrough to take place? He acted on what he heard. Think about this. His faith was there, but it was not working. Because Paul looked at him and saw that he had what? He had faith to be healed. But yet, what wasn't working in his body yet? Healing. But when he what? When he acted on that faith, what took place? Healing. Was it God's will to heal him all along? Was it God's will that he was born crippled? No. It wasn't. God's will was what? Healing. When did he hear that? When Paul was preaching. What did he receive in that moment? He said, yeah, I do believe, I believe God healed. I believe God wants me well. And he's still sitting there, what? Crippled. So Paul in a loud voice says, stand up. You're healed. Stand up. 
Paul didn't say, now listen more. You, have, you, you need to get more faith. You need to get more faith. You need to get more faith. What did he say? Do something with what you... Act like it's so. Well, how do I do that? Let's practice. It starts with your... If you believe in your heart and you shall be. Now, I could go to other places in James, and we'll pick up here next. No, we won't pick up here next week because we'll have Jeff Bardell here. We'll see this in action next week. But I could take you to, I could take you to other places in James where he says, you know, you know, your tongue's a lot like a steering wheel. Okay, so he used his motor transportation back then. You know, your tongue's a lot like a rudder on a ship. And wherever you point that rudder, that's where the what's going to go. The ship's going to go. He said, your tongue is just like that. Your tongue is, is put into your being in such a way that it actually steers your whole being. He said, you know what? That, that's a good one for the fishermen. But for you, the rest of you, and you farmers, you know, your, your tongue's a lot like a bit in a horse's mouth. How many know if you can steer the head of a horse, you can steer the... The horse, right? You actually, if a horse takes off on you running, you can pull one side of the reins and turn the horse's head, and it, will, it can only run in circles. Now, if you apply these analogies that I just gave you to your own life, Think about if you were driving your car, how you speak words. Come on. Come on, your car would be exhausted. It, it, your car would pull over. You're like, I'm done. I just, I can't do this anymore. Come on. <laughs> you say, what are the works you're giving me? Speak the word only this week. When you hear or you, whatever, the, whatever you, you know your situations. So I'm not going to try and go through a whole bunch of them. But you know your situations. What are you saying over that situation? Now, I'm not implying that you, control, you can control other people's will. I'm implying you can control you. So if, if I decide I'm going to walk in love and Pastor Herb says, nope, I'm not walking in love. Do you know I cannot confess for Pastor Herb that he does the right thing? Now, I can pray for him. That he's nicer to me. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> I can pray for that, but I can't make him do that. Right? Only if he says, no, I'm not forgiving that person. And I say, no, I'm going to forgive them. Then which way are we driving? Opposite directions, right? Well, it's just not fair the way they treated me. Man, we got to get over this. We, we have just absolutely have to get over this in the body of Christ. It's just got to go. That, that whole bitterness and all that stuff's got to go to hell. It just does. All right? It's just got to go. The Bible says in the same book of James <laughs> that where there's strife and all these things, the scripture actually says there's every evil thing. Whoa, what? And we wonder why it doesn't feel like God's in the room. Or we wonder why our faith isn't working the way it should. And I am not telling you that people have not done horrible things to other people and that you, well, everybody's done something horrible to somebody. There are degrees of it and we've all experienced things that we wish we wouldn't have, amen? But we need to chalk it up to Genesis chapter 3 where things went wrong because sin took place. But we need to realize, okay, I have the power of God within me to move past that now. I can jump up, I can leap and walk even though I never have in the love area. I can do it. I can, I can speak, I can, I, can, I can go out by faith and begin to do what I'm supposed to do even though I have these physical ailments that have come against me. I can step over into God's provision even though I don't have a lot of money to take care of things right now. Lord, you said you'd supply bread for eating and seed for sowing. So as you provide for me, I will sow what I'm supposed to and eat what I'm supposed to. Come on. You can step out in faith. You say, how do I do that? You actually do what you can't do. So, could Peter walk on water in the natural? But he did it. So you keep your eyes on Jesus. You keep your tongue with him. And you keep walking and moving forward. And you go another week and you're still on the planet and healing's working in your body. And you go two weeks and you get stronger. Come on, this is faith. My God, I can see it inside of me. Think about this. Jesus looked at ten lepers and said, go show yourself to the priest. That's like me looking at you going, go show yourself to the doctor. <laughs> I can feel people's natural minds going trip, 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 trip. How could that be? Jesus looked at a man who had a sick child, and he said, your son lives, go home. No, Jesus, you got to come with me. Your son lives, go home. It wasn't an hour walk. It wasn't like they were near his house. It says the next day. He heard. That means that man walked believing my son is healed without knowing he wasn't. He didn't have FaceTime. Today we go, oh, Jesus, my son's sick in bed. Here he is. Talk to him. That man walked for hours a day. How many thoughts do you think came to him? 
you should have brought Jesus. Go back and get him. What's he doing? His faith is in work. He's working. He's doing. No. So what did that man have to do? No, Jesus said to me, my son lives. I can go home. And he kept putting one foot in front of the other and kept doing what he was supposed to be doing and kept doing what he was supposed to be doing. Come on. Kept doing what he was supposed to be doing. And as he did, he knows this, this is working in my son and fear's coming against him, but he's walking by faith. Come on. And he gets home and they tell him and he does the time test. About the time Jesus said it, his boy began to amend. <sighs> I could just run. I'm telling you, Jesus looked at 10 lepers and he said, go show yourself to the priest. And they're like, well, that's not what I thought. I thought he was going to wave over me or spit on me like he did that other guy or, you know, make some mud and rub it in my, you know, sores or something. You know, he didn't even lay hands on me. I didn't even get to touch his clothes. And it says, as they went... I just, as they went, leprosy started leaving their bodies. So much so that one of them had enough sense to turn around before he went to the priest and say, thank you. Because nine of them didn't. But if you read that passage, the scripture actually says that Nine of them kept going. One came back and said, thank you. And the scripture actually says he was made whole. Which means the disease didn't just leave him. His nose grew back. <laughs> Come on, that would be, that, that's, that's going to be fun to watch. People say, how are we going to watch it? Guys, listen, I really believe this. And you can just, I'm okay with you thinking I'm crazy. I, I gave that up a long time ago. People have thought I've been crazy for a long time. And I'm okay with it. It doesn't bother me. I, I enjoy this level of insanity here. Just leave me alone. You know, I, I enjoy laying hands on people with cancer and watching it dissolve. I don't know. I just call me. I get, if that's crazy, I'm starting a club. <laughs> We're going to have t-shirts and everything. All right, so. We do. Yeah, we already do. It's called FFC, Faith Family Church. We got a club. They, when, think about this, when the priest, when they go show themselves to the priest, the reason why they're supposed to do that according to the Old Testament law is because they're already healed. He told them to go show themselves to the priest before they saw the full manifestation. What is that? Faith. Well, you know, I had a, I had this bad fight with my relatives years ago, and it'll never be fixed. Not faith. I'm believing God it'll be fixed. I'm going to start walking in love. I'm changing, the, I'm changing the years and the generations after me by walking in faith right now. 
I'm going to be the difference in my family. It's going to be different with me. It's going to be different with my kids. You know, people told me because I rebelled and I lived like a total idiot that my kids have to. None of them have and none of them will. And people say, well, it's because you're such a strong personality. No, it's because, because we're standing on this. Now, within my house, I have rule. King Sean. <laughs> Queen Heidi. The princes, the prince, eh, one. The young prince, <laughs> he's back there behind the computer monitors. And the princesses are under my rule. When they're in my house. And our house has faith and works. When you have to work the paddle, you do. <laughs> when you have to work the discipline, you do. Why? Because I believe in a great future for them. <laughs> Amen? Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you're in here today and you don't know the Lord, I want to give you an opportunity to give your heart to Jesus. The scripture says that God loves us and he doesn't want us to perish. We know this from John 3, 16 and 17. That he loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved. God wants you saved. We know that all people have sinned, and sin causes separation from God. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We know that heaven is a free gift. You can't earn it or deserve it. But you can receive it. Ephesians 2.8 and 9 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It's the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. We know that God brought, wanted us to be brought back into relationship with him. Romans 5, 8, and 9 says, But God demonstrates his own love toward us that in that while we were still sinners, even though we were enemies with him, Christ died for us. We know that we can receive God's forgiveness through faith by trusting in Christ. Romans 10, 9, and 10 declares, If we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So every head bowed, every eye closed. If you're in here today and you haven't received Jesus, or you've walked away from him and you need to give your heart back to him, I want to give you that opportunity. If you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, I simply want you to just raise your hand where you're at. Ushers, if you want to help me, that'd be great. Raise your hand where you're at, and I would love to pray with you. Praise God. Praise God. That looks like everybody is right with the Lord. So praise God for that. Oh, I have one. Thank you. Yes. Awesome. So everybody, if you would, pray with me. And uh, you, if you that raise your hand, mean this from your heart. Repeat it out loud with me, if you would. Heavenly Father, thank you for your son Jesus who came to this earth lived a sinless life, died on the cross for my sins. I believe he rose from the dead so I could receive forgiveness, become your child, 
and receive the gift of eternal life. I come to you now and repent of my sin. I not only receive your gift of forgiveness, but I give you my whole life, my whole heart. I believe you accept me, Jesus, because of my faith. You said whoever calls on your name would be saved. So I'm saved. Thank you, Lord, for saving me, making me your child, helping me live for you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Praise God. If you prayed that prayer or if you need prayer for anything else, we have altar care workers up here that are available um, to pray with you if you need. Whatever the case may be, they can pray with you about it. If you did pray the prayer of salvation, please don't leave without receiving. We have a new believers pack that we want to give you. It has a Bible and some books in it. It has a, a card in it like this. It says starting point. And there are six messages on our website that I want you to listen to and become familiar with. They'll talk about what took place uh, when you were born again and begin to familiarize yourself with the Lord and your relationship with Him. How many know this? Church attendance does not save you. You must be what? Born again. Amen? So this week, what are you going to do? You're going to work your faith. Keep the word in your mouth. Amen? There's miracles that are taking place. Bless you guys. Have a great week. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. If you would like more information about Faith Family Church, including service times and location, visit faithfamilybillings.com.